Welcome back to Well That's Interesting. The animals keep escaping their enclosures, so maybe we shouldn't enclose them. Edition. <laughs> I think that's the lesson today. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if there were ever a sign we should stop enclosing animals, um, it's them escaping. Yeah. It's, oh, today. today. Oh, today. <laughs> today, in between 038, leopards escape zoo in China and a tiger loose in Houston. So, and there's, and it happens at the same time. So, I think, spoiler. I love that I was, they happen at the same time. I know. I was going to keep that to the end of the break, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. It happened at I, the same time. I, I love, I love that so much. It's like uh, they're trying to tell us something. I wonder what it is. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm Jill Chacha and I'm with the, uh, just the clairvoyant Marissa Riley. Thank you. It's so. me. I, I, I can see the past. <laughs> and she can see the future. Uh, my God. Now, should we begin? I guess. Well, actually, you know, before we begin, before we get in today's theme of animals showing up where they don't expect, mm-hmm. um, we do have an update on a previous in betweeny about a walrus that accidentally woke up in Ireland. Do you remember that episode? I, I mean, how could I forget? <laughs> yes. um, this is one of my favorite things I've ever heard in my life because it's so fucking relatable. It's so relatable. Fucking back in in betweeny 029, if you haven't listened, please scroll back just a little bit. in betweeny 029. Uh, we talked about five-year-old Morin and her adventure back in the March of this year. She was walking along the shore of Valentia Island with her dad. Mm. Now, what they thought was a massive seal just, like, chilling on some rocks turned out to be a juvenile walrus that somehow ended up 900 miles away from home. Oops. (laughs) And that home being, of course, the Arctic. Um, Lots of theories were thrown around about, like, how this walrus ended up in Ireland. Um, And one of them is something we've all done, like you said, very relatable, uh, fell asleep on a drifting iceberg, panicked, and then swam its way to the nearest coast, basically, is what is what the I, the theory is. I mean, if you... <laughs> so. I've fallen asleep. Basically, the same things happened to me, except on uh, something called the L train. Right. Um, I have definitely fallen asleep and woken up in what felt like a different country. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, relatable. Very relatable. So... Uh, this walrus didn't stick around for very long in Ireland, and it disappeared a day after the sighting. Everyone hoped it just, you know, swam off. Yeah. So it did. It did swim off, but my friends, it swam off in the wrong direction. Oh, my so. God. Jill. <laughs> yes. I, I know. I'm I, so sorry. I hate to say it, but a story that was once <laughs> relatable is now um, even more relatable. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yes, everyone. It swam further south, landing on the shores of Tenby, Wales, just a few weeks later. Uh, Now, Tenby is right near Pembrokeshire Coast National Park. And we actually talked about that place back in episode 035. The one about the bunnies uncovering prehistoric facts. Do you remember that? Yeah. I know. Everything is coming full circle with this walrus. Oh, where is it going to go next? Florida? <laughs> so, oh, fuck. It might. I, swear I to God. wouldn't be surprised. The way shit is going, I swear to God. Well, 
Right now, just earlier this week, the walrus showed up in Cornwall, England, which is even farther south no. than Tenby, Wales, for a grand total of 2,650 miles from the Arctic. Oh. So. Uh, is someone going to interfere? I, I mean, that's a long way home. A, it is a long way home. Can uh, it do it? I mean, from what I've read and what I've seen, like, zoologists and biologists and marine biologists are totally okay with this which is really interesting and i think it's because um the walrus it looks totally at ease okay. uh people have been respecting its space and other than a serious case of like terrible navigation skills the walrus is like totally healthy okay but what if i'm not okay with this <laughs> like it sounds like the walrus is high Could or be. drunk Could be. And I hope so. It needs a lift home. <laughs> Somebody needs to just Uber at home. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Can we you get know, a little, a, a, I don't know, a, a ship? <laughs> I was about to say a boat, but I don't think that's big enough. Can we oh. get a ship um, and, sh- and just sail at home? I don't know. Is that how a ship works? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It has disappeared again from sight. So no one knows where it is, but I have a feeling we're going to see our friend again. My money is on France, which is a little further south. Okay, my money is on Florida, just because (laughs) everything interesting happens in Florida, and... That's true. I'm just saying. It might waddle its little ass onto a a ship, who knows, and just end up... I mean, if if any place is going to welcome an invasive species, it's Florida. <laughs> so. With open arms. Yeah, so. I mean, this could this could only be the beginning so. for this walrus. I know. World tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, everyone, keep an eye on this space. We'll let you know if we hear about this walrus again. <laughs> this, this is like a, it's just a colossal walrus. Amazing. Uh, anyway, should we begin... With today's in betweeny of fucking leopards and tigers and shit. Oh yes, okay. yes. Tell me everything. Okay, so let's begin by traveling to Hangzhou, China, just a short time ago to early May. Mm. Now China is fucking gigantic. So where exactly is Hangzhou? Tell me. So I'm glad you asked. Everyone, <laughs> everyone, please picture a map of China. Okay. Now point to the middle of the East Coast. All right. All right. There it is. Generally, is Hangzhou. Easy. Easy. That's right. Right by the East China Sea and just a two hours drive south of Shanghai. Now, if you've got some time, please give Hangzhou a Google image search. It's truly fucking stunning. There's the gorgeous West Lake, just studded with little islands that you could, like, boat to. It's really cute. There's countless temples, pavilions, gardens, and, like, arched bridges and shit. It's just, just beautiful. Anyway, picturesque. And even though over 10 million people call it home, there's lush nature just like everywhere. So it's not surprising finding not one, not two, but three escaped leopards would be a challenge. Oh, my God. Three? Mm -hmm. That's right. Isn't that kind of dangerous? (laughs) That's right. This is the story of three escaped leopards from Hangzhou Safari Park and the people that try to cover it up. Oh my god. <laughs> That's right. This sounds this already sounds like a conspiracy. I'm I'm so here. Yeah. Tell me everything, Jill. It's it's really incredible. Oh my god. Okay. <clears throat> 
Now, earlier this month, around May 11th, residents of the nearby city Nanjing were told by authorities to remain indoors, and it had nothing to do with COVID. Dr. Marissa, would you be so kind as to tell us why, as reported by TheGuardian.com? Um, yes. Okay, here we go. Quote, leopard tracks have been discovered near mountain villages. Police are searching. Everyone, please securely close doors and windows and do not go out. Set a mass text issued in a neighborhood adjacent to the park. End quote. Oh my God. Yeah. If I got that text... I would 100% believe it was a joke. I would not take that seriously at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Oh my god. Out of well, from what we know right now, it sounds like a joke, right? But let, yeah. let let's get into it. Okay. 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 Deep so, dive. Now, one of the leopards had been eluding authorities for 3 full weeks what? despite 4,000 personnel, 990 aerial drones with night vision and heat detection packs of hunting dogs, and even one guy strapped to a parachute powered by an electric fan. No joke. Photo will be on our Instagram. I was going to say, I'm going to need a visual. (laughs) By this point, authorities were getting desperate as they feared this leopard, bred in captivity, would not have the skills to survive hunting wild animals and in hunger turn on people. Oh, no. So they did what any one of us would do release even easier targets. In this case, over 100 chickens. That is the funniest <laughs> thing yep. I've ever... It's like, there's so many like layers to this. It's yep. like, first of all, we're worried about the leopards themselves yep. because they were bred in captivity. And then another thing, they're like, okay, they're hungry. Uh-huh. So we're worried about that too. Damn right. And, and we're also worried about the people, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, heads up, people. So Stay inside as we release 100 chickens. Oh <laughs> That's God. basically what happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> so to capture the final leopard, they released even more animals as a trap. And my friends, the attempt failed. Um, <laughs> of course it did. Oh. Now, as I mentioned, this was the final leopard. So what happened to the other two? Tell me. Now, to answer this, we have to travel further back to that fateful day on April 19th. Okay. Now, the details aren't exactly clear, but most reports say that during a scheduled cleaning of the leopard enclosure, employees simply left the entrance open. You guys. (laughs) So. You guys. I know. Are you kidding? Yeah. (gasps) So, but, okay, so to locals, this news wasn't really a surprise. A glimpse at Google and TripAdvisor reviews pretty much says it all. If you scroll through, you'll see a flood of one-star ratings and passionate pleas to shut down the park after a video leaked, like fucking years ago, of animal abuse during circus performances. And so this really isn't a safari where animals can roam. It's really more like a zoo with the occasional entertainment hour. No. Yeah. Oh, no. I know. Now, losing three leopards on April 19th happened to be some truly bad timing for the zoo slash safari. China was about to celebrate a national holiday. Their Labor Day weekend was approaching. Okay. Now, it's celebrated from May 1st to May 5th. And despite the reviews and all that's said about it and known about it, this place still gets fucking packed. That weekend, like with kids and families on vacation... 
it's like their biggest, most lucrative time of the year. Yeah. An estimated 97,000 people were expected. Holy shit. I know. Oh my God. So management did what any one of us would do when that amount of money is on the line. Don't tell anyone what happened and try to find the three leopards yourself in a city of 10 million people. <laughs> so, Oh my God. I mean, that's what I do for like my dumb little Marissa problems, like my day to day. Like <laughs> I can't think of any right now because I block them all out. But like, <laughs> that's what I do. But if I was in charge of leopards, um, I would tell some people. Three of them. Just God. out somewhere. <laughs> How do you lose three leopards? Uh, so management was really lucky with the first big cat. It was terrified and didn't go very far. It was shot with a tranquilizer and it passed out and it was rec- recovered quickly on April 21st. Okay. Okay. But April 22nd came and went. 23rd, 24th, 25th. Days were going by and the two remaining cats... We're just out there. And no one else knows. Somewhere. Oh my God. <laughs> but the longer they were out there, like just out and about, of course, there were more sightings. And <gasps> these sightings were reported to baffled police by even more confused and horrified civilians. Oh my God. So yeah, there were definitely sightings. And and of course the police are going to be like, no, that's not a thing. Right. Not believing them, right? Telling them it's it's. I don't know what it's like in China, but it the, there's a law against false reporting in America. So I can only imagine, you know, what's what's going on. Oh my god! Yeah. So the cat was officially out of the bag, if you will, nearly three weeks after the initial escape. Jeez. Management can no longer keep the leopard's getaway a secret. Not after this went viral. Oh. No. Dr. Marissa, I would love to show you photos taken on May 8th by a tea farmer named Zhu Kaesong. And he told local media outlets he was just minding his fucking business, fertilizing his plants, when he saw something that he first took mistook for like a large dog. Oh my god. And it was only 20 feet away, so he was able to snap some pretty some pretty goddamn good photos, and I would love to show them to you. I would love to see them. Okay, so, Dr. Marissa, what do you see in this first photo? Okay, okay, okay. I mean, it's a fucking leopard, man. It's a, it's a lawn? It's, is this a lawn? It's like a hillside yeah. with trees on it, and it, there's a, a leopard chilling, sitting like it's no big deal. Yeah, it's just... And it's not that far away from no. the person who took the ki- picture. No, not at all. Uh, it's a little blurry. So let me just show you another one. So this, the, in, in this photo, it looks like the leopard's just like looking off into the distance, like what the fuck? And doesn't see the person taking yeah, the picture. Until this photo. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm stressed. Uh, these photos tell a story. Yeah. Um, so now this photo involves the same leopard, but it's looking towards the camera and uh, I'm getting nervous. Yeah, it's very large. It's yep. not a dog at all. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely not a dog. Definitely a <laughs> leopard looking at me. Mhm. 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 So, um it's also very gorgeous and it does it's very beautiful. It does kind of blend in very well to the background, which is really really cool. And it looks kind of <laughs> happy there. It's very cute. Um but yeah, I'm trying to think of what I would do if I saw a leopard and I would immediately before 
calling someone, before calling the police, before even calling Jill. Because I'll help. I know. <laughs> uh, I, I, might, I, I might roll around with it. I might be like, oh, it, Jill might adopt it and I might be really okay with it. Um, <laughs> as long as I'm not allergic to it, I'll be like, bring it home, man. Just... <laughs> I got a steak in the fridge. I'll just give it to it. Um, but no, before I would do anything, I would for sure take a picture. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's exactly what this tea farmer did while he was just watering, watering his goddamn plants. Yeah. Anyway, it took just mere hours for word to spread that there was a big cat on the loose. And it was pretty obvious to everyone that it could only have come from one place, the goddamn Hangzhou Safari Park. And with all eyes on management, they finally fessed up. They said they lost not one, but three, and there were still two out there. No. Now, outrage is an understatement to express how the locals felt. Remember, that Labor Day weekend actually passed with the two cats roaming around hungry, and it, people realized it put them and around 97,000 other people at risk. So That is... Yeah, crazy. I know. It kind of like dawned on everybody. That's what happened. Oh my god! Well, and a heartbreaking thing is they could have died. Like if they're not yeah. used to like hunting for themselves, their food has always been brought to them. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and they're not used to this much space. Yeah, maybe that it might be psychologically really difficult to transition to that. One hundred and ten percent. I can't yeah. even imagine. Absolutely. Now. The cat in this photo was captured that day with the assistance now of authorities. And of course, there had to be fucking additional controversy here. And I'd like to show you another picture. And this one really upset people, like even more than they were already upset. Yeah. Um, this particular cat had an injury. And if you would, Dr. Marissa, please diagnose the back leg. All right. Show it to me. Okay. Now, um, there's two photos here, but really it's the one on the left. Now, if you could see the back paw here no. versus the other back paw, what do you see? It, it looks like, am I crazy or does is it does it look like it's been severed? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's right. So basically what I see is a um, two different photos side by side. It kind of shows the top half of the animal. Um who's lying down, who looks kind of sad, and their back half, um, and you can see one leg is lying down, the other is next to it, but its foot has been severed. Yeah, it definitely looks like it's missing a paw. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not clear how the cat lost its paw. Well, anyway, there's no, air quotes, official account how it lost its paw. According to theguardian.com, there is footage floating around the internet of, quote, one of the big cats being mauled in a forest by a pack of hunting dogs. I didn't even think about other animals and how they could factor into that because an animal that's comfortable with being outside of captivity Hmm. is going to act quite different than this tiger who's more used to being in... It's just... Yeah. So I actually did a little sleuthing to just to confirm, was this cat attacked by hunting dogs? And this was to track it down. This yeah. wasn't just hunting dogs hunting in the forest. Yeah. Uh, and there is a video of very official looking men walking around the zoo with a pack of hounds. 
There's a few seconds of this, and then it cuts to another scene, and we're suddenly in a forest with the same hounds, and they're surrounding a leopard laying on its side. Uh, it looked as though it was tranquilized. Tranquilized? Sorry. Yeah. It was groggy, but still active, and it was kind of doing that playful thing cats do where it, it, it kind of grabs and then kicks with the back leg, and that's what yeah. it was doing with the dogs. It was grabbing a dog and then kind of kicking with its back legs but not in a hurtful way no in a playful it was, way it was just too out of it to yeah. even for a powerful leopard that even a two three-year-old leopard it it wasn't doing anything to the dogs it was yeah. just grabbing and like doing a little kicking with his back paws and at that time you can kind of see that it has two full paws yeah and and um as the video goes on uh, you see some dogs just standing over the leopard, but others are definitely kind of tugging at it with yeah. their mouths. And after this, there's a sharp cut to a cat in like a concrete enclosure and it's breathing, laying on its side and it's kind of coming to. And yes, the enclosure is very clean, but if you pause it and really look at it, it's kind of missing a back paw at this no. point. I know. And the reason why I've explained this is because I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to show you. That's fair. Yeah. And if it sounds graphic to everyone listening, and that's because it is, but if you do want to see it and you're interested in what's happening here, uh, check out msn.com. They have the entire video embedded in an article called Hunting Dogs Used to Locate Leopard That Had Escaped from Zoo in China. So. I'm glad you brought it up, though, because we don't have to watch the video, but I'm glad you told this part of the story because it adds more weight to the fact that this is horrible yeah it's yeah it was uh i didn't expect this story to go that it did when i heard oh my god three leopards escaped from china and then i just go down the rabbit hole of researching and i happened to see this video which is a fucking bummer but i have to report it so anyway i was not the only person to see it uh, it became a fucking PR nightmare for the zoo, for authorities, and the whole situation was going downhill fast. And unfortunately, it didn't get any better. Enter May 11th, when those chickens were released. Oh my god. <laughs> that also just was just a failed attempt that did not lure the third leopard. And as of today, no one has any idea where the fuck it is. Are you serious? No one has a clue. <gasps> No. No one has a clue. No. I know. I know. Hang Zhao. Oh, no. I know. So the search continues and the residents of Hang Zhao just have to fucking hang tight. And perhaps I severely fucking hope that the leopard is living its best life somewhere in like yeah. that lush nature. Uh, it's the most we can hope for. But in the meantime, Sun Quan Hui... A scientist from the World Animal Protection said it best to the South China Morning Post. Dr. Marissa, would you please tell us what lesson, of all the fucking lessons we should learn from this event, what we should take away from it? Absolutely. All right, quote, to keep wildlife in a human condition will create huge pressure on the animal uh, physically, psychologically, and behaviorally, and it's often very hard for captive-bred wildlife to return to the wild, so it isn't helpful for the preservation of wild animals. The best way to protect wildlife is to protect to protect their habitat in the wild and the whole ecology, he urged. And, quote, completely agree, could not agree more. It's not 
let's not <laughs> yeah. let's not put them in cages. No, let them stay because I, I'm I'm not so much heartbroken for any humans that might be in this leopard's way as so much as I am for the the leopard, the goddamn leopard, the, man. The, the, I mean, like if you set me loose, like in in. <laughs> I don't know, the desert or something. I wouldn't know how to take care of myself. Oh, no, terrible. I might crush a couple bugs along the way, but I, I wouldn't know what to do. And so that's how I, yeah. I I feel for this leopard. And I hope it's storing up all the chickens and eating them and has found a cute place to curl up at night. Oh, I don't know. I know, that sounds yeah. great. Yeah. I know. To be continued on this one, we'll have updates as, you know. As we find out. But after the break, we're heading to Texas for a Texas-sized clusterfuck. Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned. Please do. Hey, this is Brandon from Peculiar Picture Show, the podcast that talks about movies, maladies, and mental health. And this is Maria, also from that podcast. So we were wondering, do you like movies? Do you like mental health? Oh boy, do I ever, Brandon. Well then, I've got a podcast for you. Peculiar Picture Show is the podcast for you because it is about movies and mental health. That's right. We use movies to talk about mental health issues like borderline personality disorder, social issues like systemic racism, and other things. Like how bad Shakespeare in Love was. Yeah, sometimes we just talk about how bad the movie is. And we really talked about that one. But sometimes we have games. Uh, Maria used to be a teacher, and so she loves to quiz people. I really do. So check us out online at PeculiarPicture.show. That's our website, and you can stream all episodes there. Or you can find us on any major podcast channel. And we're back. We are so back. We are so back. And around the time when those chickens were released in China. Yeah. Okay. A Bengal tiger was chilling on the front lawn of a home in Houston, Texas. Oh, no. <laughs> that's right. You guys. That's right. You that's, guys. That's right. On the other side of the world, another cat had gotten loose. And honestly, this story made a lot of headlines in the United States. So for all of our listeners in the United States, there's probably a 50-50 chance you may have heard about Victor Cuevas the human behind the cat. I I mean, I have not heard of this. And once again, I am pissed off at Instagram for not <laughs> immediately alerting me of this story. Yeah. Again, 50-50 chance. So let's begin. So Victor had been renting a house in the far northwest section of Houston called Memorial. And it's very much on the outskirts of the city. It's described as a leafy suburban neighborhood filled with large mid-century homes and community parks. It's like the classic American suburb. Sounds about right. Yeah. And as with all American suburbs, it's hiding some troubling shit. Of course. (laughs) Of course it is. Now, Dr. Marissa, I would love to show you a video out of context because it's more fun that way. Now, um, it's a video that was posted to the Reddit group simply called R Houston. Tagline, welcome to Houston. Amazing. Now, thank you, Rockin' Joe Schmo, for uploading your point of view of the situation Okay, so basically, I'll give you some context. Now, this is a family marooned in their car while this fucking shit is going down. Okay. Okay, so it's through, like, the driver's side window. Got it. Okay, and you're going to see, like, two dudes on a lawn. Anyway, Dr. Marissa, please watch us. Please watch the video and tell us what you saw 
Um, and it's a short video, so we could watch it a few times if you need to. Sounds good. But I'm going to pull it up right now. Hold on. Um, tell us what you see. Will do. Um. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. What? I know. lot to unpack um here's what I saw (laughs) yeah okay yeah I'm gonna do my best um all right (laughs) so the POV is from the car yeah and we're looking straight at a lawn yes in front of someone's house and uh basically this guy walks up he's a big guy and he's holding a gun because yes. it's Texas. That's right. And uh, in the front lawn is what I first thought was a dog. Uh, but no, it was definitely a tiger. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a tiger chilling out. And then uh, a second guy who is um, reacting um, a little too calmly, to be honest. But the first guy with the gun is like... Is that a tiger? Why is there a tiger here? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Again, the gun is very much so in the picture. Um, and then the other guy is like, look, I'm with the zoo. And he he, he kind of goes up to the he goes up to the tiger <laughs> and and grabs it by the collar and he's like, I'm with the zoo, I'm with the zoo, it's mine. You know, whatever, I got it, I'll take care of it. And then he starts pulling the tiger like you would a dog into the house. Back into the house. Back into the house like it's no big deal. That's right. And uh, the other guy with the gun is just like, there should not be a tiger here. Yeah. Why is there a tiger here? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone is in complete shock. Everyone is in shock. There's a gun. There's a tiger with a collar. (laughs) I'm in shock. There's a (laughs) lot... There's a lot going on here. There is. And it is the most American thing I can think of. It's the most American thing. Um, now, what's happening here is that we're on the picturesque Ivy Wall Drive in oh Memorial. and the, the ver- Ivy Wall Drive. <laughs> Ivy Wall Drive, right. And the very pissed, very red man with the gun is off-duty deputy Wes Mannion, who happened to, and still happens to live in the neighborhood, and was notified by other residents that a tiger was just there sitting sitting on a lawn chilling now this is america so wes had his gun drawn and pointed at the animal as though the animal knows what the fuck it is and understands you know threats and commands but it doesn't oh but the tiger yeah but the man renting the home where the tiger was found knows very well what a gun is put a pin in that will Um, do anyway that man is called victor and he was the one who uh quote came up to the tiger himself leaned down, kissed the tiger, and then took him by the collar. That was Diane, a neighbor, told KPRC2, end quote. Now, I'm just (laughs) shaking my head. I'm out of words. I'm just like, (laughs) you guys. 
Yeah. So Diane was one of many, many witnesses who reported then seeing Victor loading the animal into a white Jeep and proceeding to drive over a neighbor's lawn and then off into the night. Yeah. Hand into face. Second. This is great. Second show in a row. I just... (laughs) I don't... I... Just continue. Ah... Now, when law enforcement got to the scene, they pursued the vehicle, but then lost sight of it shortly thereafter, of course. Uh. Now, (laughs) if you're wondering, um, animallaw.info says that Texas is one of 14 states that permits, quote, private ownership of exotic animals under a licensure or permit scheme. People seeking licenses may have to register with the state, prove satisfactory conditions for the keeping of such animals, pay a fee, and maintain liability insurance. Okay, 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 hold on. Yeah. So he might have legally owned that that tiger? Now... May have? It's... That's the questionable thing about Texas. You do have the right... Yeah. As long as you can prove and pay certain things. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. However... Yes, I mean, those rules are very relaxed. However, it's up to local municipalities, and they really toughen regulations. And for Houston, it's illegal to have a tiger in a home because okay. it's a fucking city. So I was about to say, I am... Yeah. Tiger or no tiger, uh, that law, with those permits, I, as a Texan, I'm just a little embarrassed right now. <laughs> That's right. You are from Austin. I don't know the rule in Austin. It's different from Houston, which is crazy. Same state can have completely different laws. It just depends on the city. I know. Just so. Just. uh. (laughs) So, uh, So in Houston, it is illegal to have a tiger in a home. But then again, America. Dr. Marissa, would you please read some concerning news from the Washington Post? Of course. Of course I will. All right. Quote, enforcement is still hit or miss outside the city and in rural parts of the state, said Patty Mercer, president of the Houston Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. It's not that law enforcement is lax. The owners of the animals make great strides to keep their presence secret, Mercer told the Washington Post, end quote. So people are just yeah, yeah. doing this. Just being quiet about it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God. Now, Victor's cat was very much a secret, especially to the landlord who told local news station KPRC2, Victor didn't pay any pet deposit fee and has begun the eviction process. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. I love that amidst like all of this drama, the landlord still has a moment to be like, you know, he didn't pay the fee. He didn't <laughs> even know. pay the fee. I know. Even I'm like, Victor, you didn't even pay the fee. You didn't even pretend you had a dog. Like, <laughs> Jesus. So here's the thing. Getting evicted is the least of Victor's concerns. For you see, Victor has been out on bond awaiting trial for a 2017 murder. Victor! <laughs> Victor! What? That's right. He's the lead suspect in a shooting at a strip mall that ended in one man's death back in July of that year. I didn't think this could get more American, but it just did. Yes. Yeah. Shooting in a strip mall. You guys. Pile of American. (sighs) Now, needless to say, having a tiger fleeing the scene and resisting arrest for having said tiger 
well, get that bond revoked. Mm-hmm. Now, which is exactly what happened. His original $125,000 bond was bumped up to $300,000. Oh, my God. Now, for most of us, that means your ass is staying in jail up until and throughout your trial. Yeah. But America is going to America. And if you have a wealthy family, you don't have to worry about such things. Victor was free to go again. What? Mm Mm-hmm. No. Yep. No. Yep. Victor, Victor's family. I'm looking at you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yep. was, I was about to say do something, but more like do less. <laughs> so, uh, so, let's breathe, everyone. Now, what happened to India? Is India the name of the tiger? That's right. That's right. A guy who makes pretty bad decisions named a Bengal tiger will where Bengal tigers come from, India. So, so that's right. My God. Now, according to vanishingtreasures.org, there's only about 2,500 remaining in the wild, spreading throughout the tropical rainforests of the Indian subcontinent and parts of Bangladesh, Bhutan, and Nepal. So that's where they're from. Yeah. And, and he named it India because that's, that's the kind of guy he is. Of course. Now, India went missing for several days after Victor was apprehended on May 10th. The suburb of Memorial was on edge until the following Saturday night, May 15th, when Houston police made an announcement. Oh, my God. Dr. Marissa, would you do the honor of reading from HoustonPublicMedia.org? Of course. All right. Here we go. Quote, during a media briefing, Houston Police Department, HPD, Commander Ron Borza confirmed that the cat would be sent to live at the Cleveland Armory Black Beauty Ranch, about three hours north of the city. Borza said Victor Cuevas, uh, Cue- apologies, Cuevas, was the owner of the tiger and that his wife, Gia, turned it over to the police. We met on the west side of town. We transferred the tiger to HPD and Bark, the city's uh, animal shelter facility, Borza said. Luckily for us, he is very tame and he will be going to a sanctuary tomorrow where hopefully he'll live the rest of his life in a very safe environment. India is only nine months old, but already weighs 175 pounds. That's right. I work out every day, the commander said. That animal was extremely powerful. If he wanted to overcome you, he could do it instantly. No doubt about it. You should have. You should not have that in your home. End quote. There you go. Mistakes. <laughs> Mistakes, right. everyone. He's like, I work out every day. <laughs> he had to add that in. He must be single. He's like, by the way, I work out every day. Fantastic. Um, now, Gia Cuevas will not be facing any charges, and Victor's murder trial is still pending. So, whatever. Now, yeah. now my friends, uh, if you want to see India and check out the Cleveland Armory Black Beauty Ranch, you can head on over to fundforanimals.org slash blackbeauty or Instagram at blackbeautyranch. And I highly recommend it. The place is fucking Gorgeous. Oh, I'm so glad to it's hear that. Absolutely gorgeous. India, if you're listening and you're not, but you're gonna have a sweet life in your brand new half acre 
naturally wooded habitat with a goddamn pool. Amazing. And it's better than any Houston suburb could provide. So please, you just please enjoy it. And right now, that's the end, but not for Victor. Uh, that's still pending too. So <laughs> we'll let you know what happens with both stories <laughs> between the leopard and Victor. Uh, yeah, that's it. Hashtag no justice for Victor. Oh my God. No thanks. I, what a story. I know. I'm so happy this ended up with the tiger getting. Oh yeah. What it needs. Just, just live in the, India is going to live the life, which is fantastic. I'm so happy for India. Yeah. And uh, that's it. That's the end of In Between 038. Is it 038? Hold on, scrolling back. It is 038. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening, subscribing, rating, and telling your friends. Ah, It it means everything. We're we're always so happy to hear from you. And um, I don't know. I'm so glad that you're spreading the word. Yeah. Thank you. It's wonderful. Thank you. And stay interesting. Please do.